Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Y'all know the time. Let your heart be From now on, our trails will be out Maybe two more lines. Make the Yuletide gay. Make it gay. Make it gay. Make it gay, Luther. From now on. Literally. Welcome to the Between Brothers podcast. You know it's December. You know we play the Christmas bars every December. If you ever listen to us on a December episode, we have the Chancellor. I know him as Zero. I know him as my older brother. Y'all know him as the Chancellor of Charisma. And also, uh, oops, sorry, the great one. Zero in the building. What's going on, Zero? <laughs> that burp was immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> so I got this. Um, I got this sound effect thing, and I was trying to scroll through the sound effects, and uh, it. And I guess I hit the the scroll thing, the button too hard to scroll. Um, Yo, I th- I thought you burped. It was like Jesus. <laughs> no, nah, nah, that was the. Uh, that was definitely the um, the what's it called? Because I was, because I was doing the rock when he was smelling back in the yeah back in the uh 90s, <laughs> I just had my eyes closed and started doing the smell, and I heard the burp. It was like the the blatant disrespect. The disrespect, man. <laughs> it's a wild boy, man. I ain't said that in a minute. I ain't said that in a minute, and of course. We have the Duke of Devon and his Lando. Actually, I'm Chunky Coolio today. Y'all see the hair. Y'all see the do. Y'all see the do. So look, I'm telling y'all right now, this is not intentional. The Duchess, maybe an hour before we recorded, was like, hey, do you want me to do your hair? I said, okay. And this is what she put together. She actually can do hair very well but for some reason this is what i came up with so she was like you better not wear that on the podcast and i said watch me (laughs) (laughs) you should have known better (laughs) you know what i'm saying like what are we doing what are we doing man but um but yeah, so um, follow us on Instagram, Acid Eye Media. Follow us on um, Twitter, BTWN Bros Podcast. Um, and uh, join the Facebook group, uh, Between Buzz Podcast Facebook group, and also 
hit the TikTok page between both TikTok page zero. How was your week? Uh, days a bit long. Like working, I don't think I've actually. I don't think I've actually finished a job all week without the sun being down before I got to my last stop. It's like it's it's been ridiculous. Cause I'm like, I'm working, I'm thinking I'm making good time. And then all of a sudden, I'm stuck in traffic. Like they got me all the way out. They like I'm all the way out in Suffolk. Like I'm getting caught by uh I'm getting caught by trains. I'm getting caught by accidents while I'm sitting out in Suffolk. I'm like, I thought we were supposed to work in areas that were close to where you lived. Like, why am I going all the way out to Suffolk and Franklin? Like this is like, and I'm just like I'm just all over the place, but it's like you know what it is what it is. It's like gotta make them dollars. So yeah, that's basically been my week. It's like every time I get to my last destination, the sun is down. You gotta you gotta spray in the dark because uh. Because they they don't want they they don't want to uh they don't want to turn their back porch lights on. <laughs> it's like it's one it's one flick of a switch, thirty like two minutes, and then you can turn the thing back off. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know what the hell I'm doing. Um. Probably should have tested this before, but can you hear this? New, 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 new Joe Biden. <laughs> okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure that we me, 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 me. Be working. Just wanted to make sure that we working. Um anyways, um my week was my week was all right. Um so Watch this movie on Netflix called um, Leave the World Behind. Excellent movie. Loved it. Loved every... I, there wasn't there wasn't a moment I didn't like about that movie. Like, to be honest, Mahershala Ali as an actor, I can't... I'm not going to act like I watch all his movies, but there hasn't been a movie that he's been in that I've watched that I didn't like. I, um, I totally agree. Yeah, so this... To be honest, like I could watch that movie again, like, and I just watched it yesterday. I could watch it all over again. It was that good. And also, how it ended is strange. How it ended is fine. Similar to, um, it reminded me of uh, a Quiet Place. That's also one of my favorite movies as well. It, it the ending was fine. But there are unanswered questions. So I wouldn't mind a part two. And A Quiet Place 2 was excellent as well, in my opinion. 
So if they made a third one, I wouldn't I wouldn't object to it. Same thing with this um with this one here. It doesn't really need a part two, but if they had a part two, I wouldn't I wouldn't object to it. Um but it was crazy. So to get not to not spoil it because it is new. If this was like a month old, I wouldn't care about spoiling it for our listeners. But um because like yo, you had 30 days, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's on Netflix, <laughs> bro. It's on Netflix, okay. it's on demand. You can watch it whenever. So um, but long story short, it's pretty much about um the world or the the country having a, an apocalyptic type of thing, type of ordeal. And um and uh where it's like a terrorist attack some kind of situation there were certain parts of the movie that i felt were hilarious the duchess didn't really find the movie as funny as i did because she was too busy <laughs> flinching and jumping and stuff every time something happened and i was too busy laughing at stuff i shouldn't be laughing at as usual so um <laughs> so um long story short you know this the noise that the amber alert noise like when you get through your phone or whatever so you know the end of the movie ends you know there's stuff going on there's stuff going down and as soon as we stopped the movie because i kind of started fast forwarding to see if there was like a um like a like a cut scene or something like that at the end like a marvel movie and there wasn't and i was like and so she said like I stopped the movie and she was like, man, that movie's good. It's like, she was like, I wonder if sometimes these movies, they be trying to tell us stuff and not, um, they be trying to tell us stuff through the movies. Like this stuff can really happen. The second she ended that sentence, Amber alert noise goes off <laughs> on the phone. And the, 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 um, uh, my Link and Lollipop were at were with their mother this weekend, and um, so um, Coco Puff and the other and the other two um, were out were right outside. I was like, I heard that joint. I was ready to be like, "Yo, get in the house!" And she was like, "Oh, it's an Amber Alert. It's not the end of the world." <laughs> I was like, "Yo, y'all get in the house, and we are not prepared for the doomsday stuff." So, you know what I'm saying? Somebody might have to get got, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so, so, but it was like the craziest timing ever. If I would have turned that movie on two minutes earlier or two minutes later, it wouldn't have happened that way. And I'm like, this crap is insane, but excellent movie. Anybody who's listening to this, um, take, man, watch it watch it's an excellent movie um also you know because i've been watching a lot of movies lately and um i was watching the first james bond movie james bond a lot for those people who don't know my dream car is an aston martin my dream car is an aston martin because the james bond is one of my favorite characters in fictional history and the first James Bond movie I saw, 
I saw the Aston Martin and I thought it was a gorgeous vehicle. And the coolest guy in Britain was driving. So I, I this it's my dream car. Love the car. There's nothing you can say to me about the car that'll make me not like it. So as I'm watching this movie, I was like, yo, this James Bond movie, Wild Racist. So there was like, they were in supposed to be in Jamaica. There was no Jamaicans harmed or even filmed in the filming of this movie. No Jamaicans at all. And they had this Jamaican dude who was like working with James. So it is why I felt like it was racist because they snuck on the island where the Bond villain was. And they were like, look, drop your weapons. James is the main person clapping at the people, right? <laughs> they run up on the black dude, burn him alive. lot. <laughs> 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 they both shooting. They run up on the black dude, no questions. Just boom, <laughs> flame throwing, <laughs> flame on, flame on. That's funny. Armor of the Inferno. Armor of the Then they pull up on James and was like, all right, come with us. And then they put him in this lavish luxury. <laughs> hold on, hold up. So, so they ran up on him. <laughs> Black dude. Fire. <laughs> You're fired, of, literally. And they ran James, up on James and said, come with us. They were like, look, if you don't put your weapons down, <laughs> you don't put your weapons down, we're going to shoot you. They ain't flaming <laughs> son up or nothing. No, they ain't even say they was going to shoot him. They just said, we're going to take you by force. Oh, my and then they then they was like, look, you, you got your wine. We got a nice dinner set up. You got your room here. She got her room there. All of that. I'm like, I don't. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. <laughs> then the first person James kills is a Mexican-looking guy. And the second person he kills is another Black guy. There were white people who were killed in this movie. But the first three deaths, Hispanic, Black, black I'm like but that joint when they flame dude up in the screen that he let out before he <laughs> I gotta show you dog. I'm gonna show you one of these days or about what we get off I should have had it ready for the podcast man with the screen son let out it was similar to the screen dude let out <laughs> that bear video I sent you. Yo, that, dude, that dude couldn't get his arrow set for nothing. Yo, what was that arrow gonna do to that bear? That bear yo, was, bears was run like 30, 35 miles an hour top speed, and there was and, nothing to turn that bear from him. Yeah, and he swiped at your ass. He said, like, We don't know. We you know, I can't say we don't know what happened because he survived enough for him to be able to post that recording. No, I, I don't know if he posted. I don't know if it's him who posted it. 
if he if he posted it, it, it if he posted it, it, he survived. But it could have been somebody who found him and found the video and just like, yo, why would they do a, that? This, to is, him? this is what happened to son. Like when you, <laughs> <laughs> that dude sounded like um Shishio when he was on fire, when his skin was burning. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. He sounded like, no, he sounded like Homer when they were camping out and the dogs <laughs> jumped on him. <laughs> Bart wouldn't help him enough. <laughs> Bart used to stand. <laughs> But I watch his father get mauled by forest creatures. Yeah, yeah. Gang of forest creatures gave him that business. Gave him that work. <laughs> while Marge, while Marge, Lisa, and Maggie living it up. He was out there suffering in the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> Over just got ate the fuck up by squirrels, <laughs> rabbits, and chipmunks. Yeah. No matter how much he rolled, they didn't get him off of him. <laughs> they did not care. They didn't care about nothing. They just was like, we after you, dog. Like, we, we, saw after you, you. we saw what happened when you launched that rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, um, but yeah, man, that was that was um, Pretty much my my week. Eerie and eerie uh an eerie amber alert, emergency alert going off on the Duchess phone right after we watch the end of the uh, the end of America movie. <laughs> and, then, and then uh and then me just peeping that um on the first James Bond movie and it was you know, I, I that's actually the one James Bond movie I had never watched was the very first one the very first one I made sure I went back and so I mean not all of them were great not all of mm. them were great but I thought I saw all the uh the Sean Connery ones and um and and it, that wasn't the case I was like oh shit I never saw this one um and uh, that joint was pretty funny to me. And also, also, um, yeah, that's the only one I didn't watch. But anyways. Um, <laughs> they should have a live action James Bond Jr. movie. Yo. Man, yo, matter of fact, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta have a poll or a ranking of some of the top Themes, intro theme songs of all time in cartoon history. Because James Bond Jr., the song didn't make no sense, but that joint was fine. <laughs> he learned the game from his uncle James, and he said, I don't even remember what he said. I, I think he said, either. earned him the name. James Bond Bond. Bond. <laughs> James, James Bond Jr. <laughs> Yo, that joint was fire. I don't even remember the cartoon. I only remember Nobody that does. he used to say, my name is Bond, James Bond. James Bond, Junior. Junior. And I'm like, who, whoever it was his voice definitely wasn't British. And then... <laughs> <laughs> 
It was a South African trying to sound like that. <laughs> Let our powers combine. I mean, it might have been the same guy. He's like, Let our. My name is Bond. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, that whoever it was, was that that had to be one. If he was British, he he's a, he has the worst British accent. <laughs> How you think your natural accent? <laughs> Just talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him and whoever did the accent. For freaking the the live action Little Mermaid, Sebastian, that dude <laughs> top three worst accents of all time. Period. <laughs> I Period. still haven't seen it, and I man, remember going to I said, man, I heard, and when I heard the, when I heard him on the trailer, on one of the trailers, I was like, this is madness. <laughs> this is this is this is outrageous. This is this like if anybody nobody should have been outraged about the little mermaid being black after they heard that guy's accent. <laughs> and then I looked him up, he's from freaking Oakland. I'm like, you could have tossed a Jamaican $13 to do that, dog. <laughs> <laughs> to do that voiceover, dog. 13? Like 1350. Maybe an hour. You could have tossed him. You could have tossed him $13. That joint. I'm like, this is awful. This is... So now we went from the one of the best songs to one of the worst accents, all in the same show. I have no idea what happened in that show. I couldn't tell you about one episode of James Bond Jr. But I could tell you he got his name from his uncle James. <laughs> and it's why is he a junior? The name. Somebody tell me the junior rule. Would he be a junior? That well, I think uh or would he be the second? He, I think he could still be a junior. Somebody tell me, somebody pull up the junior rules and make it again comment, comment on the video. I don't know. I don't know why James Bond Jr. was a junior because he was named after his uncle. I, I thought you had to be named after your father. Somebody know the rules. I don't know them. I'm not about to look them up. What I did like looking up, though, is seeing Charleston White get that work on stage. Oh, my goodness. That dude threw, that dude threw a plastic plant. He, he missed with a microphone at there. Missed with a microphone at point blank and then no, he the hit chair. him. He hit him. That's why the dude dropped there first. He hit him. But I thought he, I thought he dropped because he couldn't get on because he he was struggling trying to climb on. No, stage. he was. I didn't know he actually he got, connected. He, he didn't hear the thump. I thought the thump was the uh, the microphone hitting the stage, not hitting the dude. No, no, it hit him. It hit oh, him. And whoever the other Laker was. <laughs> Whoever had, the other Laker, you know, not even the other brother, the yo, other Laker. <laughs> no, yo, because they both had Lakers jerseys. One had the Kobe twenty four, one had the Kobe eight. You know what I'm saying? Kobe eight. He he wasn't going out like like eight number eight Kobe than Chris Child when he got sucker punched when he got sucker two piece. Um, he was like, no, nah, I'm get, I'm getting mine first, and they took him down. My issue with the whole Charleston White thing in that specific because we're gonna get to his 
um, his new viral moment of being on the Cam Newton show, but oh. or his recent viral moment before that. But what I didn't like was Charleston White is antagonizing this guy. Saying, oh, you ain't going to do nothing. You ain't this. You ain't that. You ain't the other. But then when son was like, okay, like I'm a because he was on, he was just on the social or on Cam Newton's show saying, don't nobody come after me. They know better. You're going to be in jail or hell. But in the same vein, he also said, I know we're going to get to it, but he also said that somebody walked into a, into a um, barbershop and hit him with a gun and he just started grabbing. (laughs) (laughs) And so we we don't dive into that, but like dude was ready for war. And Charleston White took advantage of all the people who were going to be on stage that wouldn't allow him to be hurt or assaulted or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, no, nah, like you, they, with the whole, the new thing is staying on business. Now, if that, that's your business, you, you've made a living out of antagonizing people. Now that somebody's going to call you on your bluff, you over here and you throwing stuff at him. You ain't, you know what I'm saying? He like, he don't fight fair. I don't think you should have to fight fair, but when you got 40 people holding something back, you ain't, you know what I'm saying? You ain't really like what you talking about. And like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I, and I don't necessarily, I, I, to be honest, Charleston White for me is a gimmick. Um, But you on stage talking crazy. After, right after you was just on a Cam Newton show talking crazy, like ain't nobody gonna try you. Nobody tried you yet and all this other stuff. And and now that some random, like, you know, these people, this guy who don't have as much to lose as some of these rappers and people, other people have, um, these these famous, these celebrity people you be talking crazy about. And he ran down on you. Now you are, and then, then when you got that Kirkpatrick work, you know what I'm saying? When you got, when you, when you got Kobe, when you, when Kobe turned into Ray Lewis on you, now all of a sudden, what? What now? What now? Like, dude, like, and 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 I'm like, yo, all the people who were, I, I, the people I had the most problem with was the people who was getting in between dude and Charleston. No, dog, you've been, you're literally inviting this man up here for that work, and he thought that his his scrawny, um built like the squirrel from Ice Age looking ass (laughs) was gonna throw something at dude and really be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna gonna kill him with this one. Watch this. Swung a microphone at him and he he ate that shit. They ain't trying to take they ain't trying to take a plastic chair. That that dude was on a mission. That dude was on a mission. My man looked like he ain't got it. The dude that tackled him, started punching him. He looked like he didn't have a sack in three weeks. So he, <laughs> yo, yo, he was like Miles Garrett. He like my shoulder good. We on it. Like he picked. Look, he picked up a chair. He he thought the black. He thought black dudes picking up a chair <laughs> was gonna work for him. He thought that magic was gonna work for him. Now when you've been cooning, 
<laughs> as soon as you had to go pick up the chair, he saw he he looked for he looked from his blind side, and then dude he fumbled the chair. Dude just started pulling. and somebody said, oh, "Yo, somebody hit without a scratch." Started his ass. <laughs> yeah, they said someone said, "Yo, he left without a scratch on." And we was like, "Dude, I mean, people are breaking up the fight like as soon as it started. He he shouldn't have had a scratch on if he didn't leave without a scratch on. If he did truly leave without a scratch on, mm-hmm. but like I said, you know what I'm saying? If it's like, okay, you wanna <laughs> a clean shot." The clean shot, something would have been looking like Regis Prograde did on Saturday night. <laughs> that shit was bad. But anyways, back to Charleston White and Cam Newton. So, zero calls me. Don't remember what day it was. And he goes, hey, we didn't talk. I, I think it was that Sunday or um, no, not that Sunday, that Monday or maybe that Tuesday after we record the podcast. And um, and he says, hey, this just came out. I want to watch it. The Charleston White Cam Newman interview. I'm like, okay, bet. You know, that's a topic we can discuss next week. Then I saw that joke was three hours and six minutes. <laughs> And uh, I only had one thing to say. Not going to be able to do it. I can't listen to that guy for three hours. There's somebody who I actually like, Andrew Tate. He did the Piers Piers Morgan. Is it Piers Morgan? Yes, Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan interview. I couldn't watch that whole thing. I would get to like, through like 20 minutes. I'm like, yo. This this is this is a tough watch. And I actually like Andrew Tate. So damn damn if you're gonna get me to watch a full Charleston White for three hours. I, I think that guy's one of the biggest clowns on social media. And you know, unfortunately, we've made him famous. Um but from the clips that I did see. There's no reason for me to like this guy. He don't, I don't have to like him. I don't care if people be like, well, you, you don't care if you don't like him. Who cares? I don't care if he doesn't care. They, I don't like him. <laughs> so y'all telling me that for a while. So, so, and I say that to say, the dude is literally the definition of a nigga, according to Martin Luther King's definition on that fateful episode of the Boondocks. He is a walking contradiction. That's all I'm gonna say to start this off, because unlike myself, Zero actually has detailed information about the interview. So Zero, I only know what I saw on the clips, and the dude contradicted himself. At every good point he made, he made a contradictory point to make himself look like an idiot. So zero and take it away. And I and I think that's the biggest problem because you know 
I think that was the biggest problem. Because, and I think too many people, like when he said, um, when Cam Newton at one point said that he, that he gets his message, but it's the way he delivers it. And he said, you know, you're worried about my delivery. And he was, he's like, you're worried about my delivery. He was talking, he was talking about, I believe he was talking about rap music and how folks are saying, folks are basically saying what it is that they want to say, but you're worried about his, um, but you're worried about his delivery. And he was like, you know, he said that he was, he acted like the way that he did because when he, when he was, when he was, when he wasn't acting like that and he was wearing the bow tie and everything, nobody wanted to listen to him. So he started acting like however, he started acting like the dude that everybody else was, wanted to listen to. <clears throat> but then you turn around and say, you know, like how how you don't how you hate how our community how the community is and we need to be better to then start saying stuff like you'll um like no good relation yeah, like no good relationship uh how did he say it like he was talking about um in a good relationship, there's got to be some sort of domestic violence. But he, <clears throat> he was, I know he was saying F Dion because of supposedly he was, uh, he seen Dion basically like ignore parents and stuff when he was in Texas doing yeah doing um doing stuff for the community. Um he said he was glad that Dion got robbed both yeah at Jackson State and um at Jackson State and at UCLA. It was like <clears throat> it's like for somebody who's talking about the yeah talking about how the community as a whole or the black community as a whole is all sorts of screwed up the only thing that you do it is, is when you open your mouth is portray exactly what's screwed up about it in your i'm going to say i because one of his eyes are uh, not real so his eye is like <laughs> like a lot of the stuff, like you could, like a lot of the stuff that he he said. I, I wish I could remember everything that he was saying. He like he would have something profound to say, and then go into a whole thing where he just sounds like he just sounds ignorant as hell. It's like when you got the people's attention. Like he even said, but with it's funny because the whole situation with the with the uh on the stage where he got where he got attacked he said on the podcast he said on um Cam Newton's show that he purposely starts shit 
So you purposely you purposely want to start stuff, but then turn around and act as if, but then turn around and act as if, oh, like, like I guess he's trying to prove a point that the black community will only go after their own. But I think I said it to our sister today. It was like, you can say something profound to me, but then if you literally spit in my face after you say something profound to me, I like. I'm not just going to take that level of disrespect. Like you can't, you can't say, you can't say, I'm praying for you, brother. Spit in my eye. Like you, you nobody's gonna take that time. Like it's like your they whole message was thrown out the window. There's a saying that goes. Sorry to cut you off. There's a saying that goes. People don't care how much you know unless they know how much you care. And when you do, when you do certain, him talking trash about people, I don't really care about that. But when you're like, when you're, when you're, when you're, um, when a lot of stuff that you're doing is like, oh, I'm going to talk, I'm going to rile people up. Because like, you know, he's a professional rile people up person. Mm. It's just like, what what exactly is your mission? Like like okay you 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 saying you're doing all this so people can pay attention, but pay attention to what? Like it's not like here's the thing like oh y'all wasn't listening to me when this was when I was doing all this stuff in the community and this and the other, but it's just like. I don't know, maybe there's just a difference, but mm. I don't think you have to antagonize people in order for people to listen to you. Yeah, because maybe the whole that's De- just me. Yeah, because the whole Dion thing, he, he said in the show that he was saying he said he was saying F Dion because he was distracting everybody from the real issue. But how is so if you're saying this to distract people from the real issue, like, why don't you just bring up the real issue to, instead of distracting everybody from the issue at hand? Like, it doesn't like for me that doesn't make any sort of sense. It was like, if your issue is what happened to what happened to supporting um, hashtag um, HBCU. Saying F Dion just makes people look at look at you like, why are you cursing Dion out instead of being like, you know what? It's not about Dion, it's about this. Then just say that instead of saying, Oh, I'm I'm purposely distracting the people. You know how he liked to bounce in the chair and all that. It's like, I'm not saying that about this. I'm saying that about Dion because uh, because of this, uh, even though this is not really what I quote, uh, this is not quote unquote what I really mean. I'm really worried about folks turning away from HBCUs. Then say that. Rather than, rather than being like, rather than, like you said, you riling people up and when you when Cam, I think believe Cam said, "Why don't you just say that?" It was like, 
I don't it was like I don't care what adults think. I, I work with children. Then what is the problem? Like you like nothing you're saying makes sense. You you're distracting adults by saying something about Deion Sanders, but you don't care what the adults think because you work with children and you're not worried about adults. But the only people who are being distracted that you're supposedly distracting are the adults. So which one is it? Like you make you're making no sense here. Like like if you only work with kids, then yeah, it's like if you only work with kids, then just make that your mission to work with kids. But then if you do work with kids, how do you set the example for the kids that you work with by acting like the way that you act like? Like where? How do you set the example? Yeah. So, um, apparently, he was like a speaker, you know, because he was uh, a hoodlum. He did some time for some crimes, um, and he changed his life around. And he was doing community outreach for a while. Um. And I just don't, I mean, there's not really much information about him. Um, it's like, for example, if he really had his leg ripped off from the hinges you know, from a washing machine accident, you would think that, and he was the reason why washing machines stopped when you opened the doors. Um, you would think that would be news. Um, that's attached to him. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's just like one of those things where it's like, dog, like, like I told you when you had mentioned that to me, I was like, if he was on our podcast, I'd be like, oh, you just going to say that lie to my face like that? You just going to say that lie to my face that you just about to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I would have, Cam, I think Cam did press him a little bit. The, the thing that I don't like when people interview Charleston White, same thing, Dr. Umar does this a lot too, but actually that's a good example of somebody who's actually, who's, you know, he does have shock value st statements, but he's not somebody who's, you know, cursing people call And people listen to Dr. Umar and agree with Dr. Umar. There's many other people who don't act like Charleston White that people listen to. So it's just like, no, you, you, you're acting this way because that's who you are. And he was like, oh, you know, I wish somebody would kill me or beat me up or assault me for what I said, what I said out of my mouth. And this and the other. It's like, well, yeah, people have been killed for less. Though. Yeah. But, you know, and again, he's famous. So like, kind of like, I remember having this conversation People was like, oh, Takashi 69 better look, watch, uh, like, watch his back because, you know, stitch, snitches get stitches, and snitches get killed, and things of that nature. I'm like, not him. Like, he's famous. Like, they're not going to kill him. And also, this isn't the freaking Al Capone. You know what I'm saying? Like, where, 
like the family is everything. You know, these gangs aren't really family. So, so, but anyways, like, you know, you you watch him contradict himself time and time and time again. And you see him lie, but then he sprinkles some truth in there. And it's like, oh yeah, man, like, oh yeah, he spit. The whole thing that he said about his tone, everything he said was correct. Everything he said was fair. So. There are consequences for your actions. There should be anyways. And it's like, oh, y'all ain't worried about my y'all ain't worried about delivery of these people, the delivery of that, those people, this, that, and the other. And it's just like okay, so you decided to go join them lock and step to continue to push this narrative. And it's just like you own, like, I can't think of anything he's ever said good about any Black person. Anything. He said he helped change laws. He was like, oh, yeah, I was changing laws in the White House and talking to senators and this, that, and the other. He did not... He said all this stuff that he was doing, but could not name not a single thing he actually did. And I'm seeing people on these social media outlets saying, yeah, man, you, hey, he doing that. And I'm like, well, what did he do? What, what exact, like, if you looked at Dr. Umar, you pulled up like his achievements in his, in, throughout his career, you would see a list of things that he's accomplished. Meek Mill with pre prison reform and Jay-Z. Um, 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 Rick Ross when it comes to business stuff and all this other stuff. Um, well, up until his discovered that it was a scam. Um, DJ Envy, and he was, you know, introducing people in the real estate and stuff like that. And, um, you know, Eric Thomas is somebody, if you look them up, you see all the work he does within the communities, in the Black communities, impoverished communities, things of that nature. And so it's just like, Tony Robbins, uh, just to steer off of, you know, the black community for a second. Tony Robbins, Ed Milet, Brian Tracy. Uh, you know, there's a multitude of people who are actually doing good work in their communities. And you can pull it up. This dude said he was changing laws. And I just, the whole time you were talking, I looked up five different pages about this guy's life and couldn't come up with one thing that he helped do for the community. Excuse me. I know he had like a community outreach center that he used to run and stuff like that. That's great. But this dude said he was changing laws in the Supreme Court. Can't find one law that got changed thanks to Charleston White. This dude is not even articulate. Why would I believe that he can go into a courtroom and have a and have a discussion? But I'll hear people such as a Jason Whitlock say, "Oh, LeBron James can 
is not can't speak and can barely read. LeBron James is way more articulate than that guy, and I know he don't read. We seen him on the first page of every book he ever read. <laughs> every book that dude and we, reading the epilogue. And we and we read the uh, foreword. Yeah, I about to say I think the epilogue is at the end. Um <laughs> uh, anyway, we was he was asked about Malcolm X, the Malcolm X book. He was like, Oh, he's a smart guy. <laughs> he's a smart guy. <laughs> like that's all we heard him say. That's all we heard him say. Like, dog, you ain't read a single page of that book, dog. You don't know nothing about Malcolm Little. But um, but you know, it's just it's I wish Cam Newton from the stuff that I watched pressed him a little harder. Um but like I said, I can't think of anything good he's ever said about a single black person. And um my thing is I don't mind black people criticizing black people. Like it's, I don't think he has to say something that he can't say anything negative about black people. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. But I do believe that, all right, you're like, hey, I'm drawing this attention to myself. You've built a big following drawing this attention to yourself. When does it shift from that? When does it shift from acting like you a freaking 14-year-old kid that just learned how to curse <laughs> into acting like an adult? But you got to grow at some point. F. Charleston White, man. <laughs> like, that's really all I really got to say about everything I've seen about it. I've never, ever, 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 ever been like, Charleston White is a good guy. Never. It's never come across my mind that he was a decent human being. All the bouncing and all that, all that stuff that he's doing, it don't do nothing for me. But like I said, people will say, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I said this about Derek Jackson. Y'all know, anybody who's listening to this podcast knows I hate Derek Jackson. Knows, like, if I was a celebrity, he would have been, he would have been in the in the ring with me in a celebrity boxing match, catching hands. I've shared stuff that I agree with. So even if you detest somebody, that doesn't mean you can't agree with anything that they say, even if you can't stand the guy. So that's what I'm saying, Charleston White, everything he said, when he was talking about his tone and his delivery, I'm with it. I still don't care enough. And similar to like Jason Whitlock, I got like my mentor. He 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 enjoys Jason Whitlock. I remember Zero used to send me stuff from Jason Whitlock. And I said, dog, don't send me nothing from Jason Whitlock. Even if it's good stuff. I don't care about nothing that guy has to say. I've never get like I it's kind of like don't shoot the messenger. 
And it's like, I remember Eddie Griffin had a, had a, a in the comedy, he was like, who cares? Like, does it, um, I, I want to say it right. I'm paraphrasing. Like, Christians say Jesus, Jesus is the messenger. Muslims say um, Muhammad is the messenger. Who gives a damn? Did you get the message? Yeah, I give a damn on who, who the message comes from. I don't care what a piece of crap human being has to say. I'll, I, I'm, I'm, we, we're, watch, we're watching this guy who we can't verify anything positive that he's done and saying he's the guy we should listen to. But then on the other hand, we're watching, we watch let's, a guy like Jay-Z. We watched a guy like Jay-Z start very similar to how Charleston White has started, you know, talking talking crazy about women, using profanity, talking about selling drugs, things of that nature, and evolve into what he's done now. Charleston White, as a 50-year-old, 55-year-old man, is acting like 21-year-old Jay-Z. Y'all think that's the winner. Y'all think that's the guy who should be giving messages? The guy who's acting like a twenty, like a twenty-two-year-old kid, like I said, it had just learned how to curse. The hell out of it. And also, lastly, the last thing on this: what did Cam Newton get from this? To put this guy on his platform to do what? To do what for Cam? Like, this should have been mutually beneficial. So, like, did it get you the views that you were looking for? It gets you the, vir the virality you were looking for that you thought you might not be able to get with other people? I'm like, I don't know. Like, a guy like that, I'm not saying I couldn't have a conversation with a guy like that. Um, but... Like the second he would have started that started the line, I would have been like zero. We just we done with it. He, like I'm in, like we in the we in Astro Media Studios, and we doing the joint, and he like he start telling me lies. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him you, you know me. I got three strike rule. I'm gonna give him three lies and be like you know what like also real junk like with every offense. Get the heck out of my studio. Like, I want to know what, like, if I'm asking, like, what he did and, like, verifiable, something that he can point to me verifiable and he over here just making stuff up, yeah, bro, you got to go. Like, you a fraud. You talking all this stuff and talking how you all, all for the community, but you ain't saying You ain't saying nothing. You saying a gang of yeah, and he, and he said um, up here, he was like, when he supposedly he had a connection with uh, Donald Trump. He said, "I was selected to campaign with Donald Trump to go to three key ballot ground states. I sacrificed a lot." 
for for my people only to realize I don't like my people. And who's a fraud? <laughs> he said it out his own mouth, he a fraud. And y'all over here like, yeah, he's spitting. Yo, uh, Come on, y'all. Come on, black people. Come on. Like I said, yo, when people tell you stuff, start to believe them. If they lying, if they lying about whatever, then it is what it is. But just like on some real junk, I, I believe, I believe most of what people say until they contradict themselves, which is what he does. If you tell me everything, everything, everything you tell me, I'm gonna assume that you tell me the truth. Un unless it's information that I know for a fact is false, but it's your life. I can't tell you what you did with your life. But if there's something like you over here telling me that you you, you was the first person on the moon, you're 22. Like I, I can't. You know what I'm saying? You was on the you was on the Apollo, you was on the Apollo 11, you 29. All right, come on, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Something outland is like that. But like, I'm gonna believe what you say. I've I've mentioned this on, on the podcast. I had a I had a fallen out with somebody who I know over half my life because I believed him. Because he said, Hey, if this was the other way around, me and you wouldn't be cool. If it's if it bothers you that much, why are you still cool with? Because if it was the other way around, we wouldn't be cool. Okay, then we cool. I believe you. And because of that, you're 100% correct. I can't be cool with you. Know? He literally said he don't care about it or he don't like us. So if he don't like us, what makes you think that he actually cares about us? I, they, don't 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 give me the nonsense. Oh, you can love people. You can still love people, and you don't care about them. I don't want to hear that nonsense. And when you care about somebody, you go above and beyond versus somebody you don't care about. Yeah, I'm just saying. If your mom, if your mom was getting evicted from her apartment. And a stranger was getting evicted from their apartment. They both came to you the same day and said, I need a thousand, I need a, I need a place to stay. If you care, if you cared about everybody, and you do, or you would do whatever you would do for somebody you didn't care about, and somebody you did care about, I'm assuming you bringing both of those people into your house. I ain't saying choose one or the other. I'm saying you bringing both of them into your house. You know, you full of crap. You're not. Chomp on scrotum pieces if you about to tell that lie to me right now. <laughs> I think that's the name. What is that? <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's the name of the chomp on scrotum pieces. <laughs> and I'm gonna put the shoulder shrugging emoji up there too. <laughs> what is that? Oh, it's it's like, I beg your pardon. It's a scrotum piece. I don't know. I just made that up. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. I guess it's kind of like a uh, lays with ridges. <laughs> <laughs> Pork rinds with ridges. 
<laughs> but yeah, so it's just like, come on, y'all, get the f out of here, man. Like I'm good, I'm good on trust. There's a there's a bunch of black people. I'm I'm, a, I'm good on if I never hear from Charleston White, Jason Whitlock, Candace Owens, and again, these are J- J- Derek Jackson. These are people I actually agree with some of the stuff they say. But if I I can get the same message from somebody else and be like, okay, I'll take it now. I don't yeah. want to take it from you. You who everything I hear you say is tearing down black people. But for I don't somebody, hear you, I don't hear you say, I don't ever hear you say, I don't ever hear you talk about the black people doing good. I only hear you talk about the black. Like, okay, if you're if you're trying to change the focus, why don't you start pointing at the people who are doing good? Hey, you know what I'm saying? Like for myself. For myself. Who's doing good? Charlemagne doing good. As a black person. He got the whole mental health thing. He got a mental health expo that people can see mental health professionals for free. He put up his own money to do that. He's putting up scholarships to do that. And he didn't go to college. He's putting up scholarship money and he didn't go to college. That's somebody who's doing good. Dr. Umar, doing good, created a school to help young Black people learn about themselves. That's I, I don't necessarily care for his delivery either, but he's doing good. Um, um, what's your boy's name? Eric Thomas is my favorite person on social media. I can't imagine. I can't tell you all the good things he's done. Good things for the youth. Good things for prisons. Good things for um, black entrepreneurship. Get into the real estate. He got real estate courses from from Jamal King. Jamal King is somebody doing good, teaching black people how to get into real estate and how to win at real estate. Uh, um, um, the Model Health Show, Sean Stevenson, black man, mixed man, but black man teaching everybody how to take care of themselves. Got a cookbook out to show you how to cook show you how to cook quality meals that are good for you and your body and, and actually taste good. Got a whole book about how to sleep. Got a whole book on how to eat, what to eat, the times to eat, intermittent fasting, backing it up with studies, with real studies. These are all Black people doing work that I can think of off the top of my head. These are all Black people who's really doing work why aren't you pointing at them? Why are you so busy talking about Will and Jada? Hey, man, look, Will and Jada, they full of crap. If you if y'all want to model yourself after a couple, here's this couple. They've been with each other since they've been. Oh, 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 you know what? You, you don't, you don't, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, sexy red, you think her music is vulgar and this and the other? Oh, you know what? There's this rapping. Forget her, Rhapsody. She's speaking life into people on her music. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, none of y'all are doing that. All y'all doing is talking about the negative and feeding into it. So, what happens is people defend the negativity. 
because they're fans. And then you keep getting views because you're buying the negativity because you're feeding into the negativity. And then we got people like myself talking about you, but I'm not going to sit here and just talk about you. No, I actually can point at people, point at black men and women who are actually doing good things in their community for the black community. They're actually doing good things. So, yeah, I don't give a damn what none of them people got to say. Y'all ain't never point at people saying like, oh, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? If you want to learn about God, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 matter of fact, and I'll say, I'll say this, you know, even, even there's so much stuff that falls on deaf ears, like, and I'll end with this, like, you know, say even like with my relationship with God, like that changed because of Eric Thomas. And I went to church as a kid. I didn't necessarily grow up in church, but I went to church as a kid. I'd be around people who believe in God. But it's just like the way, the way, the way he, the way when I watched one of his sermons, the way, the way he spoke about God and taught me about God and taught me about that biblical story. I'm like, oh shoot, like this is actually, this sounds like the Bible. This sounds like the God that I always thought God was. And he don't sugarcoat it like a lot of these other pastors do. I'm like, okay, like I need to change my lifestyle. I need to change the way I'm doing things. I got way less, I used to be a very hostile, violent person. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, that's why he could, that's why I connect with him more than anybody. And I've never met the guy. As far as on social media. So it is, you know what I'm saying? So like certain people, I'm not, I don't care. I don't really care what you gotta say. I don't care how positive it is. Okay, tell, tell, tell the guy that I like, tell the guy that I admire to say the same thing you said. That I was saying. <laughs> but until then. Like I said, people like Jason Whitlock, Charleston White. Yeah, what you said was cool, but I don't care because you a coon. You a clown. That's all I got to say about Charleston White. You got anything else to add about that no. person? What the no. hell is a damn squirrel from Ice Age Man? It doesn't have one. It doesn't? Oh, it's just, I thought his name was like Scratch or something. You sure I don't have a name? If it does, ain't nobody calling that shit. Hey Siri, what's the squirrel from Ice Age's name? Oh my goodness. Scrat. Scrat? Yeah. They, they just they just gave him a name. Yeah, that sounds like some Disney shit. <laughs> <laughs> or is Wait. it Disney? It's DreamWorks. But I see it on the Disney channel. I think it's on Disney Plus. It is, but I thought it was DreamWorks. I don't know. Who cares? Anyways, um, Shohei Otani. We were just talking about baseball player money. And then they shut me all the way up by signing that guy to a $700 million 10-year deal. 
that can't be right. It got to be a 15 year deal. No, it's 10. It's 10. It's 10. I'm my Yo, I want to know where they get this money. Where, because I'm hearing they also want, they still are looking to get the, uh, uh, the Japanese pitcher. So I wonder how much money they're going to shell out for him. What Japanese pitcher? Uh, Yama, I think it's uh, Yamamoto. Yeah, yeah, um, I know. I know what was it? Folks had to pay like forty billion that forty million dollars just to talk to the motherfucker. <laughs> just- well, I remember when we were when you were discussing that, you were like, they it's like it's kinda like a deposit. And it's like, okay, yeah. like, this is the deal we're gonna give you if you sign with us. And they can rescind that if they don't agree, they can pull the offer or whatever and get the money back. But that's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. that that is ridiculous money. That's that kind of that's that kind of money, bro. That's and, that kind of money. And the fact that <laughs> and the fact that he gets all and he's he never has to leave LA either. Sun going up the road. <laughs> yeah, he going, yeah, he going to the good part. Well, I mean, as far <laughs> as where they got the money, didn't they they bought the Dodgers for like a couple billion? Yeah. Um, so it's not payroll was uh part of the uh purchase of the team. No, I'm saying they got money. Oh yeah. You can buy a team for two billion. If you can buy something for two billion, you could pay somebody a couple hundred million, seven hundred million over ten years. You're talking about seventy million a year. Yeah. You're talking about seventy million a year. They're a team that goes into the playoffs. We all understand that the playoffs for the players, it's all about the glory. For the team, it's all there. That's where they make their money. The most and, the bulk of their money. And the fact that he's coming off of Tommy John surgery. That like he may not even pitch again. Now the Tommy John surgery seems pretty routine and guys are getting back from that. Now I think no, I know that, but I don't think he'll he might they he still might not pitch. He might not be a starter. Okay, but I don't, but regardless, he he was an ace pitcher. I, why would you pay a guy that much money if he's if he didn't if you weren't if he wasn't gonna be like on some real junk? That's how they paid him. Like think about his contract. They paid him like he's an ace pitcher and an an elite hitter, a third a a, a third three four bat batting position. Hitter. That's how they paid. They literally paid him two different. They literally paid him two different salaries. They paid him a pitcher salary and a uh, a hitter salary, elite hitter salary. So and I can't imagine that they would give him that kind of money if he wasn't going to pitch it. And it's still extraordinary to me that he won AL MVP after missing thirty six games. That's not that bad. Like, I mean, like what his. His numbers were astronomical, and 
it's a 162-game season. He only missed, like, what? what's that? That's maybe 20% of the season. Yeah, you may be right. I'm about to I'm about to go and look it up. So yeah, I, I just can't imagine them paying him that kind of money if he wasn't gonna be pitching in some capacity, whether it was a relief pitcher or the closer. But there's a different mentality with closing, with being a closer or being a relief pitcher. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, as a closer, you know you're only going in there for two innings. And you know it's six outs. As a starter, you know you're going in there for seven-plus innings. You know you got you to gotta pitch for the long haul. It ain't just about, you know, I mean, of course, it's all about getting guys out. But, you know, the types of pitches you throw. You know, a lot of, a lot of closing pitchers, they don't have a lot of pitches because they just don't have time to set those up versus a, a starter has time to set up those pitches, and, you know, set guys up, put the, put guys together to get them out, um, strategize the way they get, they get guys out um, within a certain level, within a certain number of pitches as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This says uh, he's not expected to pitch in 2024. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's never going to pitch. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. in all honesty, he's probably missing a good amount of the season because of how late his injury was. Yeah. Keep getting them checks, Jorge. God dang. 700. Yo, I'm just thinking about how much money the ownership group is making. If they're paying a guy $70 million a year. Yeah. Yeah. One guy. We're not even counting the rest of the payroll, which is probably another couple um, um, hundred, hundred, ten, hundred to 110 million. How much are Dodgers tickets going for? And Dodgers merch? Good Lord. That's crazy. You know, they got a they have a two hundred and sixty seven million dollar payroll. Without Shohei? Um that got to be with. Yeah, hold on. They said this says prior to signing him. The Dodgers oh. actually, the Dodgers were relatively light in 2024 salary commitments, having just 131 million on the books for next season. Uh, they said <laughs> that was light on the books. That was light on the books. That is six. Mookie Betts is still on there, right? Yeah, he is. And Clayton Kershaw. Kershaw's kind of washed out, though. But, yo, I think this is the first baseball topic we've ever done on this show. It is. Yo, 
Shout to the MLB. Yo. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of bread, man. Uh, they said they could find themselves over the $237 million luxury tax threshold. Jesus, yo. Cue the sound again. <laughs> run me, Duckets. <laughs> yo, run me my... Yo, Shohei was really like that. Like, yo, run me my... Du- Hold on, I pitch and hit. You don't pay me like these regular-ass dudes like Trout and Bryce and Judge. I pitch too. I'm the I'm the Asian Babe Ruth. If you had Babe Ruth right now, how much would you pay? Uh, probably seventy million a year. That's what I. <laughs> that's what I need. I need all that. Run me my ducats. Yo, <laughs> yo, I'm about to murder this uh. thing. <laughs> So you had to kill everything. That's what he did to me. He whipped him. He whipped him. Oh, what if he's married? I know if he's married, it's like celebrating good times. I know, right? The yes. whole family back. That in that, that that's some that's something like you better win a World Series. Like over the next decade, you better win five World Series. <laughs> We ain't got to say you're going to win every year, but we need you on some – we need you on that Magic Johnson. We need to be in the finals <laughs> nine out of these years and winning more than we lose. Exactly. Man, that's crazy. I saw on Twitter that somebody said that the structure of the contract is he's going to get paid like a million dollars for the first couple of years and then like a, a huge inflation of his salary. I don't think that's real, but, um, but yeah, who knows? You know what else ain't real? These motherfuckers always doing this dumbass ass um, Scott Steiner math. When it comes to, it's like, yo, that dude going to get paid $50 and one cent a second. Like, shut up. Well, I mean, that's that, <laughs> what's fake about that. No, I'm not saying no, I'm not saying that it's fake. I'm oh. just saying I hate when they do that. This dude is gonna get paid. This dude's gonna get paid 38 cents every freaking milli millisecond. Yo, he getting paid like crazy, yo. Yo, imagine if that's how your bank account worked. <laughs> you was just getting you was getting minutely, minutely deposits. <laughs> Admittedly, you know what? That's the that's <laughs> minutely deposit. deposits. <laughs> I don't know if that's a real word. Though. It's <laughs> not a real word. Ain't nobody saying minutely. <laughs> yeah, you get paid uh, minutely. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, that's funny. I don't want to pull it and see if it's a real word. <laughs> yeah. While you out here trying to play me. Hell yeah, it is. On the, the front of the archaic. The archaic it's word. It's archaic. Oh, meaning goodness. minute by minute. See, stop playing with me, man. What vocabulary, what vocabulary is astounding. He's going to stop playing with you. You didn't even know that it was a real word. <laughs> <laughs> you were just as confused as I was. <laughs> I don't even know how I was saying it right. Minute, minute, minute. minute. <laughs> I was stuttering my behind <laughs> Oh, it gotta be something are, like that. <laughs> are you sure? Uh, Make a point. Noodles. Noodles. <laughs> 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 oh man! Oh man! Shout the whole. Uh, all right. So before we go, before we get to the part shots, right. you sign. You sign a, a, a seven hundred million dollar contract. What's the first thing you buy? I'm going to buy a car that turns into a boat. <laughs> the first thing I'm going to buy, y'all just heard me say Aston Martin is the one is the one luxury item I want. Mm. It won't be that. It'll be Louis Vuitton luggage. Why? Because the second thing I'm going to buy is a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> and get hop out that joint and say, you want the baggage or the luggage. <laughs> every, every morning you go to the helipad and climb on the side. <laughs> you decide. <laughs> you decide. Baggage or luggage. <laughs> you just, like, like you're trying to press the elevator, but, but you're trying to avoid touching everybody else. <laughs> like these niggas always in the way. <laughs> I'm going to the fifth floor. You decide. Maybe the bag of the luggage. Louis Vuitton. You decide. <laughs> what I do? The only thing I want to do in my life. Nah, you know what? That is that. But Aston Martin used to be my first goal, but now, now, because of him, inspiration. I want to buy. I want to buy a chopper just to be like you decide. I don't even want. No, no. And I, I, the first thing I'm gonna do is buy a yacht and name it Never Again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that bitch is gonna be that bitch is gonna be American Roach Brown. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Let me let me matter of fact. What what's another what's another huge brand, but it's not a that sells luggage, but it's not as big as Louis Vuitton. Um, does Michael Kors sell luggage? Does Michael Kors sell luggage? I don't know. 
I know they sell bags. I'm just gonna assume. Whatever I'm gonna take whatever the lesser brand, I'm not even gonna say whatever the lesser brand is, I'm just gonna point and be like <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So so you gotta buy so wait wait. You gotta buy both and you gotta point at both of them and then point at the person in front of you. You decide. Uh, you pick whatever the baggage is or the luggage is. I don't know what the but, difference is, but, but whatever that what difference is, is, you decide. You decide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, no. And we're gonna whichever one you decide, whichever one you decide goes on the never again. <laughs> Yo, never again. I will never again be baggage. I'm only luggage. Like, I decided. <laughs> you want to be carried? Is that what? You want to be claimed? Now I need to find out what the difference is between baggage and luggage. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like <laughs> that whichever is the different, whichever, whichever one you choose. Right, let's funny. see. Let's see what it says. Let's see what it says. Um This shit don't tell me nothing. All right, I don't know. We gotta get to the bottom of this before we end this. Like, we don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get to the bottom of this. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, it's just, they're synonyms. There is no difference. There is no difference. They're just synonyms. They're just synonyms. <laughs> All right, well, you said. <laughs> Supposedly, supposedly the cop to according to Collins Dictionary, luggage refers to empty baggage and empty bags and suitcases. Baggage refers to bags and suitcases with their contents. <laughs> So basically he was like so his so I guess he was trying to say is either you're gonna be carrying a whole bunch of shit or you're gonna be empty inside. You decide. You decide. <laughs> empty asshole. <laughs> half empty, half filled. You decide. What's your part shot, man? My part in shot is um, earlier. Um, our sister was talking to me about New York food, 
and they said the Keith Lee tried a chopped cheese. Not only just a chopped cheese, even though chopped cheese just seemed to just pop up out of nowhere. It was a salmon chopped cheese. Somebody asked him to review a salmon chopped cheese. And I'm just thinking to myself, who the fuck said that that salmon You know, folks, when you're suggesting food, it's just me. If you're suggesting food, suggest food that actually sounds edible. Chopped cheese sounds trash. Like, it it sounds trash, and then you added salmon to it? That sounds... Like, I... Stop like here. My party shot is stop trying to get people to try nasty shit because you don't want to try it yourself. <laughs> I don't know if nobody else will. Keith, he's our guy. I'm saying it's like whether it's a whether it's a plain chopped cheese or a salmon chopped cheese. Chopped cheese. You decide. <laughs> So you better chew that shit immediately, nigga. Chew it like show hell time to get paid, nigga. Every second. Every second, man, for myself. <laughs> that's that's a part of the shot. I'm out. <laughs> By myself. <laughs> Who the fuck else you gonna eat it with? You know what I'm you don't eat your you don't eat your Kaiser roll. <laughs> <laughs> if you're eating on your Wawa shorty roll, <laughs> oh man, oh, you, said man, you know what's so funny? My, my aunt loves Wawa so much, man. I don't remember the last time I said foot in a Wawa, and it's like <laughs> I, I, I work by like 12 of them. <laughs> Carol, I'm like, yo, people were like, were you not from a certain place? You get so excited about stuff. You get so excited about new stuff. Oh my god, wow. Like, okay. I'm saying, yo, soon. And lemonades they got inspired too. That's I still know, right? been in there. Two for two fifty. Ain't no joke, man. Ain't no joke. <laughs> well, I mean, you driving out here, my aunt be like, whoa, whoa, we gotta step on wah wah. I'm like, yeah. It ain't that Relax. serious. It, it, yes. It's just Wawa. It's just Wawa. It's, a, it's still a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> if you try the Philly cheesesteak meat, you would know it's still a gas station. <laughs> it's a, no matter if we go to a Wawa or 7 Eleven, they out here handing us steam Calling, calling, <laughs> calling, 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 cal
Ain't no stadies. Or stadies. Yeah. <laughs> onions sold separately. They just, they just, put, they just put boiled onions on there. Call it for the cheesesteak. Yeah. Voila! Okay. Voila. Fire okay. lemonade, though. I heard they sold pizza. I'm like, oh my God, that must be a catastrophe. It was <laughs> like 7 Eleven pizza. <laughs> yo, they, yo, what's it called? They, uh, I had a, I had a Wawa burger and fries. Oh, was it good? No. That joint with pure buns. Yo, what's it called? Tony burger. <laughs> 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 now, the yeah. burger the burger was okay and the fries were cold it was like, I thought it was served fresh damn fresh like not, freezer. <laughs> it's like fresh frozen yeah that's pretty what? What, the, what the fuck is fresh frozen <laughs> it's fresh they used, they used to have frozen. a breakfast sandwich Jay. Um, it was like a french toast or a waffle Bun, uh-huh. steak and or sauce of egg and cheese joint that uh-huh. I used to get. I don't remember what it was. It was either it was either a waffle one, talk about a sizzly? French toast one. Yeah, they had waffle and French toast. I just don't remember which one I had liked though. But I was yeah, like, I, I was going, I was doing that pretty often. Yeah, I like the waffle sizzly, but those, uh, I think the sugar that was sprinkled on there, like that shit. It's like that shit was like it was so annoying when I chewed on that shit. It was like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like, 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 yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good on Wawa. Actually, no, nah, I might go to Wawa. Nah, Let's but, get some lemonades. Two for two, two for two for two fifty ain't no joke. Man. Easy, better, yeah. Just... But that, that's my party shot. That's my party shot. Stop, stop sending niggas to go eat some shit that you know you ain't gonna eat your goddamn self. Talk about salmon chopped cheese. Try it out. Okay. Uh, got got yeah, got niggas. What the hell I want a salmon, salmon and cheese sandwich for? What do I want that for? <laughs> salmon and cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you, who thought that was a good what idea? What was the deli that was like, yeah, let's do this? <laughs> it's like somebody gonna eat salmon. He's like, hey, hey, not like this. <laughs> what was the deli that was like? Okay, like yo, you don't know, you don't know what we're killing up. No, killing be. Yo, salmon, salmon, a lobster. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Nelly, you don't have salmon. Bro. I was saying, you better eat on that salmon, be. <laughs> he was like, fuck is wrong with you? Where my Kaiser roll at, son? Oh, the Kaiser roll. Right. Chop cheese. <laughs> cheese is disgusting. Yo, what's your I never even had a chop cheese. That joint looked disgusting. That joint is looking buns, yo. I'm like, and I love, you know, we from New York. I love New York. There ain't much food I don't like that's in New York. Chop cheese is one of them that I'm never going to be a part of. He said, "Be a part of." <laughs> Not I'm each. never be a part of. <laughs> never, I'm never gonna ask for one. He's I'm never gonna ask for one. I remember, I, was, I remember, I remember, I went to New York recently, or a couple. I don't remember what it was. It was recently though. I saw, I went to Delhi, and I saw a hero, 
and I saw chopped cheese next to it, and I saw the picture they displayed of that crap. I said, I'll never be a part of such monstrosity in my life. <laughs> then I saw a freaking sauce garden <laughs> one or order one. I'm like, oh yeah, he about to be out for two weeks. <laughs> I think he did get injured too. I think he did get I think he did miss a game. He's, he's, After I saw that. I don't know if he did that he, he, before the game. I just know when I saw that, I said he's getting he's, hurt. Yeah, and he got hurt. Yeah, he did get hurt because we were missing both of our corners. We were missing we beat a good team with no defensive backs. I don't remember what game it was, but we beat a good team with no defensive backs. We ordered he said he ordered the chopped cheese. He's gonna be out for two weeks. I was like, oh, he ain't coming back for two weeks. Oh man. Preposterous, man. But anyways, my parting shot is um the NFL need to do something about these quarterbacks, dog. There was a six-nothing game last week and a three-nothing game this week. And they made the third, the three points with a minute forty-seven left in the game. Yo, oh, I would demand satisfaction if somebody, <laughs> if I paid foot NFL football game money, I didn't get a discounted price because he's playing with these buns quarterbacks, and then you give me three points. I remember having a conversation with my former friend, saying he was like, "Oh yeah, man, a, a close defensive struggle. That's the best game." And I said, "There's a difference between a defensive struggle." Um, Chiefs Bills, which pissed me off. That was a defensive struggle. Game ended what? Uh, 20 to 17. Versus uh, bad offensive play. Patriots charges last week. Vikings Raiders this week. All the Pirates suck today. Well, the Bucks didn't, but all the Pirates suck today. That's that's my part shot. We can't keep putting up single digit totals. Single digit totals in NFL football games when you score points three and seven at a time. Yeah. Also, shout out to the Jets. The Jets couldn't score in the all season. All of a sudden they freaking put up 30 points and a half today. I'll never understand the NFL, but I'll <laughs> never understand what I've seen and what I've witnessed. Like, I'm glad that show, that movie or movie, I'm glad that product was not televised here in the state of Virginia and hopefully nowhere on the East Coast and hopefully nowhere on the South and hopefully nowhere in the West Coast. I hope those <laughs> that game was only shown in Las Vegas, not even Nevada, Las Vegas, in Minneapolis, not even the whole state of Minnesota. Las Vegas, Minneapolis, nowhere else. Y'all pay good money. They should they the NFL need to refund those people. For real. For real. Three three points. Three <laughs> points. That's what y'all doing. Like for real. Like that's that's when you make a call to the rest. Like, yo, just tell them to throw it deep and just throw a BSPI. Like, I don't even care. <laughs> Do something. Make it obvious. We don't care. We just can't put this product on TV no more. Not on a Sunday. In Las Vegas. Six nothing. You didn't cover the spread. 
three nothing, and people people just got just got their money refunded. <laughs> Anyways, that's my part of shot. NFL, we gotta do something. We gotta do something. We gotta do something, man. And look, I've been I've been getting more and more pissed off at all these offensive rules. You need to find these guys for injuring quarterbacks for real. If you tackle a quarterback and he gets hurt, it's a hundred and a hundred thousand dollar fine. Because <laughs> we can't have this any. We can't have this anymore. <laughs> We're not gonna fight. Anymore. <laughs> we can't do this, man. Come on, Goodell. Goodell, make the call. Goodell, make the call. I'm tired of this. This is two weeks in a row. It better not be a third week, or I swear you better decide, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for us, man. <laughs> That those those two games is baggage and luggage, <laughs> <laughs> full of junk and empty at the same time. No, they didn't decide. That's why you gotta decide. Oh, when you don't decide, that's what you get. That buns ass product. Oh snap! What just happened? Got a little thumbs up bubble there. That's new. <laughs> what type of wizardry is this? Y'all take it easy, man. We love y'all. Thank y'all for the support. We'll see y'all next week.